Come with us now, if you dare, down a rickety staircase into a dank, dark basement. What awaits the Saturday Night Freak Show? (laughs) Hey, thanks for listening to the Saturday Night Freak Show podcast, which comes your way every Saturday, whether you're ready for it or not, because we're on a quest to rule the world, one uh, podcast at a time, one movie at a time. And these are the internet radio superstars. Michaela. John. Holly. And I'm Colin. I ran out of breath. On <laughs> Just <a year. laughs> Yep. But tonight we watched a movie that was chosen by... Holly. Me. Holly's keeping us hard this summer. We're, we're staying what, hard. What, 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 are we, what are we watching to stay hard? Uh, tonight we were hard to kill. Ooh. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Hard to kill. From the year. 1990. 1990. Yeah. Directed by... Uh, Bruce Malmuth. Okay, that name sounds familiar. What does else it? has Bruce done? <laughs> it kind of does. The Malmo. Okay. okay. Um, remember Nighthawks? Yeah, yeah. I remember Nighthawks. Sylvester Stallone yeah. and Rutger Hauer. Rutger Hauer yeah, yep. I love yep. that ending. Nighthawks. Um, and Billy D. Williams was he also in uh, Nighthawks? I think. Is that scene on the? I think the tram cars or the yeah okay the skylift. All right. Oh. It's a good movie. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. And 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 the one that we would all know him from. The one we would all know him from. Yep. The Karate Kid Part 2. Uh, the voice in the Karate Kid okay, Part 2. <laughs> right. He wasn't the director on it? No. No, it was John Alvinson yeah, did it again. That's right. That. Okay, yep. He All was right. just the announcer. He was the announcer. Was he? Okay, yeah. fine. Ah. His IMDb showed that. I'm like, oh, yeah. Then That's why I was okay. like, what do you mean, other thing you right. know him from? Oh, we got Nighthawks, and then he <laughs> uh, was able to take that yeah. success and leverage it into an eight, uh, 90s and he did, action yeah, film. Yeah, he did a Dolph Lundgren movie. Uh, pa- Pentathlon. Oh, that doesn't sound. That good. sounds yeah. bad. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. want to watch it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, he really. I imagine Jim Cotta, but with Dolph Lundgren. That's right. what I'm picturing. Yeah. Right. Yeah, he, he did some Jim like Cotta. documentary stuff, yeah. but nothing that. All right, really Bruce. Well, uh, congratulations and uh, welcome to your first appearance on the Saturday Night Freak Show. Who else's <laughs> first appearance? Is it tonight on the freak I show? Know, this is a historic this is, moment. This is like. the moment we've all been waiting for. We've been building to this. We've been I building. Think. It's yeah. been how many years now? I mean, we've Ten? we've we've, yeah. we've watched movies, but with uh, Chuck Norris, Chuck you know, Norris. and uh, and Jean Claude Van Damme. Van Damme. JCVD has appeared many times. Yes. It's like we've been in a coma for seven it's years, like <laughs> and we're finally waking up to this to this <laughs> and, and it's about time that we have brought Steven Seagal to the Saturday Night Freak Show. Indeed. Uh, wow. Here, he ran here. here we are. I mean, show. I I mentioned those other two guys <laughs> because we're saying that Steven Seagal is kind of the B team mm-hmm. of action movie heroes in the. 80, late 80s and 90s. Yes. Yeah. Right? I feel like there's a pedestal that it's like Chuck Norris, JCVD, Steven Seagal. They're all kind of like circling the same yep. type of movies. Yes. And they're and often compared. They got movies that were, they had a theatrical release, right? I mean, they weren't Schwarzenegger, Stallone, and Willis, right? Right. So right. then below them, you had mm-hmm. these guys yep. to satisfy your, uh, you know, revenge-o-matic uh, movies. <laughs> and then uh, somewhere below them, I mean, they did give, because uh, I mentioned Jim Cotta. I mean, yeah. was, uh, Kurt the Olympian. Yeah. Uh, Kurt, what was his name? Who was in oh, that? And then uh, Dudikoff, Dudikoff, right? Dudikoff. Is somewhere yeah. down there. Yep. And uh, Don the Dragon Wilson. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. And then I keep on remembering Jeff Speakman, who got one movie. He got The Perfect Weapon. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's, a, that's a good name for a. Yeah. Damn, I was it? Was, remember that was, yeah, was yeah. it the movie any good for such uh, a no. good title? I mean, Damn. you know, they're all kind of yeah. They all occupy the same. It ain't space. perfect. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh-uh. It ain't perfect. Steven Seagal. Steven Seagal. I feel like it was time that we talked about Mr. Seagal. It kind of feels like um, 
Oh, you remember they tried to make well, Dolph Lundgren. Where's he? I mean, for me, he's up there because you know how much I love Dolph Lundgren. Yeah, you know, obviously, Masters of the Universe has a very and, special place in my heart. Watch, watch, what's the movie? Trouble in Showdown in Little Tokyo. That was one of those like where they tried to get Brandon Lee in there, and into Brandon the, Lee oh, like yeah, Brandon Lee makes like that. ambiguous sexual comments about Dolph Lundgren's schlong. It's yeah, there very was very odd. There was a lot to that movie. It's very odd. Yeah, we covered it on Saturday. We sure did. Is there a bathhouse fight and... scene in there? Uh, yeah. Like an Asian bathhouse fight Maybe? scene? Maybe. Where everyone's in like white, uh, yeah. I'll call them diapers because I'm uncultured. I don't know if it was uncultured. a bathhouse. It might have been like a underground sumo situation. There you is, go. That, oh. is that it? Underground sumo. That would yeah, explain the diapers. Yeah, because it was Little Tokyo. So it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think there was like an underground sumo ring. But I think it was just like a bunch of businessmen relaxing in a sauna. That could be. I don't remember, honestly. Okay. Even though I've seen that movie a lot, I've kind of blocked <laughs> it out. <laughs> okay, but here's, I guess, the thing. Like, I sit there and go like, all right, I know, you know, Chuck Norris obviously had this like long history of, uh, you know, even mm-hmm. from the 70s and whatever, mm-hmm. Bruce Lee movies he was in and then you know canon picked him up and he had a thing and then uh jcvd was also a canon find mm-hmm. right and so you know he was like doing kicks in front of an right, going breaking episode yep and into the mix all of a sudden steven seagal like i was right. uh, so i'm from this era so i remember like all of a sudden he was there i have no idea yeah. like where he came from and how all of a sudden there was this pop culture phenomena around steven seagal but there was because hard to kill open number one the weekend that it came out. Sure did. that's right dethroning yeah. driving miss daisy <laughs> wow. come out the week before which is pretty funny yeah but this is uh, this is after above the law yes above the law movie. was before this yeah and that was kind of his big breakout movie so where'd he come from that's a good question. He was uh, seventh, uh, what, black belt, seventh level black belt. What's that? Uh, yeah. Jiu-jitsu. Yeah, jiu-jitsu. It was called Aikido. Aikido. I think isn't Aikido his thing? I think his thing is Aikido. He claims it's Jiu-Jitsu and people are saying that he's full of shit, that that's not accurate. Yeah, he feels. I feel like he just makes shit up to be like I'm the most. If you, man in the world. I, I, everyone listening to this, I want you to just stop right now and Google Steven Seagal liar and just oh, no. go down that oh, wow. rabbit hole. Yeah. yeah, it's a rabbit hole. Well, he's had a career, uh, a career. Uh, uh, he's a larger than life personality, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah, right? yeah. because he's had uh, many careers. He this man is a police officer. <laughs> Uh, yeah, well, he was an honorary uh, like deputy sheriff or something. <laughs> yeah, he's in what was the name of that show? Oh, I don't oh, know. Um, uh, Steven Seagal. Oh, it yeah. wasn't Seagal. He, oh, so he was shit, the, I forgot. the subject yeah. of a, like an A and E or something like that, yeah. like yeah. Arkansas reality Steven show. Seagal. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, Somebody, some comedian made a joke about it. it may have been Chappelle or some shit like that. <laughs> he's just like, there's a chance that you could get arrested. By Steven Seagal. If you're yeah. in this like area of wherever he was. It was Louisiana. Yeah. And then yeah, I think yeah. it relocated to uh, Arizona. But terrible reception in your basement. Yeah. But somewhere it was canceled, I think, because there was sexual assault. Steven allegations. Seagal lawman. Yeah. Steven Seagal uh, lawman. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, I think he's he's Russia's choice of envoy between the US and, and Russia, right? right. Because he once right. said that Vladimir Putin was one of the greatest leaders in the world. He sure did, Colin. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. He's a very problematic man. He has lots of diarrhea of the mouth constantly. He really just, does. Um, he doesn't know when to stop. You yeah. remember his uh, albums that he put out with uh, <laughs> Oh. Because he's a guitarist. 
Right. He was a girl. Of course he is. I may have pushed this out of memory. Yeah. yeah well, nobody remembers that. Yeah. I didn't either. I had to look it up and I'm like, what? But he was like with big name, like uh, guitarists. He did a couple of albums, songs from the Crystal Cave. Because oh. didn't he do like kind of bluesy stuff? Yes. Yeah. I remember oh, that. Okay. Yeah. He was very. <laughs> Do you remember um, Ron Swanson's like saxophone career? Yes. Duke Silver? Duke yes. Silver. It was like that, uh-huh. but Steven Seagal. That tra- I'm not surprised by it. Like, it they, tracks. Yeah, like, right? I'm not surprised. I know. I know. Club he would, yeah. We got yeah. a new band tonight. <laughs> Steven he strikes Seagal me as the up. type of man that will take attention any way he can get it. Yeah, no matter you know? what he's got to yeah. do. In good, bad, like He's got to like, be the center yeah, of attention. Yeah, yeah, and exactly. I think the key point is what Sean just said, whatever he has to do. Yes, I think so. Exactly. He is a scummy person. Right, and that's why <laughs> yeah. he'll just say ridiculous shit because he knows mm-hmm. it'll get him attention. What was the one, yeah. like, wasn't he the guy, like, Lauren Michaels, I think. It's he, like, was, he was, he was, <laughs> um, banned from Saturday Night Live. Yeah. Yeah. I think there was like He even was like the worst host they've the ever had. The worst that they <laughs> ever had. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. crazy. Warren Michaels some good was like he's that. never coming back. He's literally the worst one we've ever had. That's yeah. rough. He like they've seen some shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. He refused to like do certain things, but then also like live on air would just like say his own shit and oh yeah, my it was God. it was bad. And he go, like was, watch this. he was mean to everybody. Yeah, the worst bad. host in Saturday Night Live history. <laughs> yeah, that does, for some reason this doesn't surprise me. I don't know the guy's personality. I haven't watched a lot of stuff. I think the last time I saw him in a movie was uh, it was like Machete, right? Wasn't he the bad guy yeah, in Machete? Yeah. Oh, you might be right. Yeah, I forgot about that. Right. He, I remember that, and I did see it. He there was like a comeback movie right when uh, Joel Silver was mm-hmm. producing all those like hip hop action movies with yeah. DMX in it, and mm-hmm. one of them was called Exit Wounds. I remember yeah. Exit yeah. Wounds. Yeah, had Steven Seagal in it. It was like, oh, he's back. And I remember then he never Exit went anywhere. With that was it. a big HBO player back huh. in the day. Yeah. Was Tom Arnold in that movie? Uh, maybe I think Tom Arnold was in that movie. Yeah, there was like three was there, of them. Yeah, right? there was a bunch. It was like uh, Cradle to the Grave, and um, yeah, uh, <laughs> DMX deserved better. Yeah, mm-hmm. DMX Truly. wasn't in Romeo. Must okay. Anyway, um, <laughs> but in the eighties, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So Steven Seagal is at least this is the what I've heard, right? Yeah. That he was a Aikido, um, like he ran his own dojo. Yeah, no, like the fact that he has martial art experience and he had his own jo- like these things are true. Obviously, we've seen his movies. We know that there's some truth. He like I think he typically does his own choreography and like I think he did, he did this it for one. this movie. Yeah, yeah. Which, but I mean, but we're also going to be honest on this podcast. About the fucking choreography. Yeah, the yeah. yeah. So we're being like generous. We're like, yeah, he does his own choreography. Well, we'll um, get yeah, there. Yeah, it's like yeah. for we'll what it is. Yes, yeah. he does his own choreography. We'll get there. Like there is some truth. That's he does like have... saying that I also do my own choreography. Yeah. It's yeah. about he does, equal. He does have experience. It's like, yeah, he has a black black belt, but you know, Dwight also got a black belt on the yeah, office. True. <laughs> you know, but he also like, uh, composes. Yeah. Some of his own scores and some of his own music to his later films, which apparently are all direct to video. Okay. Oh, have you seen some of the? There's, no. some, there's a clip on, I saw it on some reel on Instagram or some or TikTok where it's just him in a new movie and it's like him sniping at a bunch of dudes, and then it cuts to him like repelling off a building, and the guy repelling off the building looks nothing like Steven Seagal. I've yeah. heard. Okay, I've heard. I it started it's off as great. a joke, and now I think it's become fact that like there used to be a joke for a couple years that like in the mo- his most recent movies he hasn't stood up in years. Yeah, he's just always been sitting in a yes. chair, and I think that's actually true. It's yeah. I think it started yeah. off as a joke, and then no, he legitimately is in an office chair with a green screen, like yeah, for all of his it, movies. Too. Yep. Yeah. 
Because I think his interests lie somewhere else. You know, it's like the movie thing was something that he did at one point, and that's where he's able to make steady employment. But, like, he was, I mean, he torpedoed his career by going Greenpeace. You know, I mean, he was like mm-hmm. the eco-warrior. Mm-hmm. I remember that movie. I saw it. It was like one of the worst movies I ever saw, <laughs> and it was uh, On Deadly Ground. Oh, my God. I yeah, about that. where it was like Michael Caine's never coming back from this. You know, oh, it was wow. like before Michael Caine was in uh, what was the 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 movie about the boarding school that like he won Snow Falling on Cedars? Or was it that or uh, and or he the was in a Woody Allen movie or something? Yeah, what he, right the something house Cider House Cider House Rules. Yeah, that's yeah. The, that's yeah. The and then it was like, oh, Michael Ke- or Michael uh, Caine is yeah. back again. Yeah. You know, and he was a respected actor, but before that. He was doing Jaws the Revenge, Jaws Revenge yes. and, and On Deadly Ground. On, oh my God, On Deadly Ground. <laughs> At that the movie. end of yeah, On Deadly Ground, Steven Seagal stops the movie to basically give a presentation on the horrors of the internal combustion engine for, I think it's like 10 minutes. It's a long time. Yeah. And now that we're talking about it and I'm remembering that this movie exists, I'm really wishing I would have brought it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was awful. And I think that was like, I don't know if that was the Uh end of the streak because he had a streak. And I guess that's what we're celebrating tonight. Yes. (laughs) Right. Is the streak. Yeah. We are talking all things Seagal tonight because it has to be done. So how did he get into movies? Hmm, That is a good question. Turns out one of his, uh, his pupils was a producer and the producer apparently, according to Wikipedia, said... I can make anybody a movie star. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, and God he made <laughs> Steve Seagal a movie mm-hmm. star with Above the Law. So did he, she's all that, Steven Seagal? Kind of. Yeah. 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 Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. Was I a I bet? Was I a fucking <laughs> bet? Was I a fucking bet? Like that happened behind scenes? <laughs> wait, no, no. How would Seagal deliver that line, though? <laughs> was I a bet? I was fucking a bet. <laughs> Fuck you and die. Fuck yeah. you and die. Yeah. <laughs> your your caliber's getting a little too high. Yeah, yeah. Keep you gotta be, you keep it lethargic. This is for my keep wife. So yeah. fuck you and die. Yeah. yeah? No? Yeah. No, no okay. spot on. That was it. Um so he I love had, that comparison that he she's all that at Yeah, because I mean it's I mean if you saw me, this guy, this dojo leader that looks like this and has an ego this size, like You're like this guy could be an action yes, star right? and then he like runs to get something, you're yep. like, This guy cannot be an action star. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so do you think Rex Quando I, I was just thinking about Rex Quando Rex Quando yes. and Napoleon Dynamite is definitely based on Steven Seagal, right? hundred yeah. yeah. percent. Even though he talks and like that, yeah. he has I think just anybody goes home to do- Starlight Night. Steven Seagal, yeah, his running what is he look like? I mean, he, he looks, has floppy arms. Like yeah. He has no nothing in no, his bones. Like his hands no. are, are not connected the more, to the rest of his the body. The more I was watching it, I was like, if you've ever seen Natalie Portman run, it's the same run. Oh, wow. It, yeah. Really? Oh, I have not noticed. Huh. What well, Next time you watch Thor, the first Thor, yes. there's a scene where she's like running and it's the same run. So you're floppy saying he arms. runs like a girl? Yes. Okay. All right. 100%. I've heard that. Uh, not just any girl. They have <laughs> said that about Steven Seagal since time immemorial. Uh, then you wonder, like, did he hear this criticism and, like, changed it at some point in his later movies? Maybe, They're like, yeah. you know what, Steven? We're not going to have you run when you're Casey Ryback mm-hmm. in uh, Under Siege. <laughs> yeah. uh, which is, like, that's his big mainstream no, uh, yeah, like, hit movie, right? Obviously, I was not going to bring Under Siege because that's the big one. That's like bringing Die Hard. Yeah. You know, yeah. you can't. And I don't can't. think you can. You could probably bring Under Siege, too, which is Catherine Heigl. In yes, it. you could. <laughs> and Eric Bosnian. Uh, Pagosian uh, from Talk Radio. Yes. Mm-hmm. Underseen Talk Radio. You got to check out. Does he play? Yeah. What's his name? Yeah, it was on a train. 
Yeah, yeah, it was on the train. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Dark territory. Dark, Dark yes! territory. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That movie. oh my god, I've seen it so much. But under siege, uh, he was helped out by Gary Busey and, and Tommy, Tommy Lee, Lee Jones. Jones. Yeah, come on. Yeah. That's I yeah. think what kind of made that. And an executive decision was pretty good with uh, Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. Yeah. And yes. we won't spoil it here. And then uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's one of the better endings for his character yep. in movies he's played. And uh, but before that, there was a series of movies. I think they were all for Warner Brothers, if I remember. Mm-hmm. But there was Above the Law, mm-hmm. which came out in. Nowhere. I mean, I remember being like, uh, "There's a guy named Steven Seagal." Like, who's this? Where'd this come from? But yeah. hard to kill. I re- yeah. that feels like that was the first Steven Seagal movie yeah, yeah. that people went to see in the theater. Yep. I think they saw Above the Law like on tape, and, and then they're like, "Let's give this like, oh, guy damn. a movie." Yep. And then it was followed yeah. by Marked for Death, which I actually think I like that one the best of the bunch. And mm-hmm. then Out for Justice, which mm-hmm. I thought was horrible, but yeah. people went. To, I remember that was crowded, and then. Under Siege uh, followed that, mm-hmm. and it was like, bam, he's uh, he's hit the big time. Mm-hmm. I love Under Siege. Yeah. So in his personal life. Even my mom was like, I like that movie. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I, mean, I was like, that's with- why I'm not bringing it, Mom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I only mentioned his personal life because uh, he was married to a woman. Uh, he lived in Japan for many years, and mm-hmm. this is where... Oh, so Makes you know sense. this. No, uh, with... Well, he came over here mm-hmm. uh, with her, and then he met a woman named Kelly, Kelly LeBrock. Uh-huh. Yes. He had an affair with her, and that ended his marriage. And to... created a new one. Yep. <laughs> so I only mentioned her because Kelly LeBrock is also in this she movie. Is. Mm-hmm. She is At indeed. this point, she'd basically retired from acting. And... What? In 1990? She was basically done with acting I hit at this my point. peak with Weird Science. Yeah. yeah. And um, she did this as a favor to her husband. Oh wow! Oh, well, so they were married at the time. Yeah, they were. Yeah, at the time that this came out, yeah, they were. So you're seeing actual uh, couple coupling in in an in, actual uh, couple murdering. In, yep. Yeah. yeah. In hard to kill. Um, I'm surprised the sex scenes weren't more explicit. Yeah. Yeah, kind of yeah. was too. He never took any clothing off, did he? That's his no, the least the, <laughs> the least clothing he had on was that little like stringy tank top. Yeah. <laughs> I remember like he was wearing a spaghetti strap tank. Right, right. He was wearing more revealing stuff than she was. Yeah. <laughs> Kelly LeBrock. Well, I remember like because his, his, he has a, another uh, woman is his wife early yeah. on in the movie and she mm. dies. Um, but I remember. <laughs> what is she? Revealing- <laughs> <Lisa>! <laughs> Turn and just scream at her. Yeah, she does. Yeah. Um, I mean, they are getting murdered, but well, yeah. Know. There was a, a review at the time that I can't get out of my mind because oh. it, uh, it it might have been Roger Ebert. We'll have to look this up. Roger Ebert, a godsend to movie <laughs> criticism, said something about, I think it was him, on this movie, said like Steven Seagal's um, uh, technique of... Um, uh, breast fondling is like crushing beer cans, and now I can't. <laughs> I can't watch the movie without that image going through he my head. He is it's like handsy true. for the boobs. Yeah, like, like that's hands, what he like goes to first. Handsy. <laughs> and if, yeah. I think it, it looks because he's got like this. He seems like a big man. He's got big catcher mitt, but he's got big catcher mitt hands yeah. and everything. And it's just like it just looks like he's crushing shit. <laughs> it's just it's <laughs> so like, funny that he felt the need to comment on that in his review. <laughs> that yeah, is yeah, yeah. That's so funny. I mean, it's true though because yeah. both sex scenes. I was, like, the, right first, the first thing he does is, like they start to kiss and he's like and like yep. going well, there's at an it. ass grab in there oh, yeah. too there is an ass grab, grab. Yeah. ass grab then the boob yeah, grab boob crush <laughs> Yep. Uh, like, it, like it's like like he's doing a mammogram. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's just painful. Like that is that's not foreplay. That's a screen. Yeah. Before we go on, sorry. No, it's, fine. <laughs> it's all fine. I didn't feel anything. 
Um, Holly, it is possible that, mm-hmm. uh, and we have to credit uh, the writer, um, Stephen McKay, for this, mm-hmm. but um, his character may have the most masculine movie mo- name of any character in any act- 80s action movie. Detective Mason Storm. Mm. That's fantastic. I mean, Detective Mason Storm. Yeah. It loses I mean, me when we get to the kid's name. That's when <laughs> I have a problem. Storm. That's Sonny Storm. So he's destined to be a weatherman, huh? He's going to be a local right? weatherman. <laughs> Way to set Storm. that kid up for failure. This yeah. is the news. It yeah. Uh, it's great. Uh, Mason Storm mm. is on the case. Um, I'm going to look through his filmography and see if he's got anything better. I, you can't beat that. <laughs> right? I'm going to see. No, that's, uh, that's perfect. Yeah. So, uh, what's uh, what's going on in uh, in Hard to Kill? Well, um, Steven, so- I'm sorry, Detective Mason Storm, <laughs> <laughs> Gino Felino. Yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> yeah, that's above the law. That? That's above the law. Yeah. Yeah. Gino Felino. No, that's out for justice. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh shit. Okay. Yeah. Out for justice. He's Gino Gino Felino. Yeah, Gino William Forsyth is the bad guy that I remember. <laughs> Oh, Casey Ryback. Forrest Taft. Mm. Come on, he's shot is that on Deadly Ground? That is on Deadly Ground. Yeah. Yeah. Forrest Taft. Of course it is. What was the one where he had the fringe uh, jacket? It was like the way of the peaceful warrior. No, that's not him. Who oh. the fuck? That was Chuck Norris got yeah. in on that, yeah. too. Ooh, oh, have we forgotten about Fire Down Below? Oh, yeah. Wait, is that the one is, I'm thinking of? Is that of? the submarine yes. movie? Or is that different? Fire Down Below. He's Which Jack Taggart. Jack Taggart. He's got great names. That one's in a small mountain town. Maybe I didn't see. Maybe I gave up by yeah. that time. He no, because in... that's also been on my list, and I was okay. debating that one as well. <laughs> he was in My Giant, the Billy Crystal movie. The Billy Crystal what? As Steven Seagal. Oh, so. oh yeah. gotcha, gotcha. Well, I mean, what these type of action movies? It seemed like came. I mean, like they just were everywhere at the box office in the eighties uh, and nineties, and it seemed Jonathan like all these Cold. guys. Jonathan Cold? <laughs> yeah. Jonathan Cold. Do we I still think, think Mason Storm Detective out. Cold. Mason Storm Detective is... Frank Glass, Sasha Petri... Pet, pet, nope. Uh, Bob Burns. But in the early ones. The earlier ones are the better ones. Yeah. Um, but these movies were everywhere, and audiences ate them up. There is like a, a something to be enjoyed about the 80s action movie, and it almost doesn't matter who the hell's in them, right? You know I mean? Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. so then I guess at the end of the show, we're going to grade how to, how right. was this one stack yeah. up? How's the stank? Yeah. <laughs> Although this is 1990. 1990. Yeah. What, what has 90 stank? All right. It's yeah, We've it talked about the cultural seepage that yep. happens between decades. Yeah. Like, I think I yeah. found the best yes. one in the onion, the movie in 2008, he was cock puncher. Okay. But that's <laughs> a parody movie. <laughs> Still. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, maybe Jack Death from Trancers is that is that Jack is that Death? better than Mason Storm? I don't know. Mason Storm is like Mason, that's Mason, a fucking hardcore. That's, that's name. a good one. That's yeah. a very good one. Mason Storm detective. Mason Storm detective. Right. Um, yeah. yeah, he's working. He's working on a case. Um, he's closing in on a high-profile individual who's um, what's the word they used. In the movie. With his cronies? He's meeting with his, his cronies. cronies. Yeah. That was a meeting oh, yeah. with meeting his cronies. With his mob cronies. Yeah, with his mob cronies on a, on a shady dock um, about a classic. Hit, a hit out on is on, on the on the current senator? Yep. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Putting a hit out on the current senator because so he doesn't they, wait for him. He doesn't want to wait for him to get old. He wants, yes. yeah, he wants him out of the picture so yeah. he can run for Senate. Yep. If this yeah. guy's out of the picture, you'll be in the money. And, and you, you can take, take that to the to bank. The bank. Bam. 
Um, way too much. It's, mm-hmm. it's his catchphrase. Yep. This is uh, William Sadler, the great uh, character actor. Who, I love Indeed. this guy. Whatever he's in, anything. Mm-hmm. He's great. He um, is. You know, death in uh, in uh, Bill and Ted. And, of, course, uh, of course. Die Hard 2, the bad guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, is he still working? Do we still see William Sadler? I think so. Right? I was he like one of the John Wick movies, or am I wrong? No, he wasn't. I feel I like think. he should still show up. For yeah. I feel like he was at a convention not too long ago. Really? Yeah. Yeah, he did a lot of those Tales from the Crypt movies. He seemed like he was in with oh, the yeah. Joel Silver, you know. I feel like he would be such a delightful person to meet at a convention. Yeah, know, exactly. He's, he's like scary. He is scary. Guys, yeah. They're usually the nicest ones. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, so on this dock mm-hmm. where uh, Mason's he's recording. From, yeah. he's, he's recording, trying to get them in the act to, to take him down. Um, and he's um, he's caught by one of the henchmen. Um, he manages to get away, but now they're on to him that someone is watching. Someone has gathered evidence. So they're on the hunt for Mason Storm. That's right. And yeah. because the way, because I was actually just going like, well, how did they know who it was? But it's because he makes the call to the precinct. He calls his bu- his partner, his buddy, and says, hey, this is just between us. I got a lead. I got it on recording. But the crooked cops are the listening. crooked cops are listening in on the call. And it turns out that's basically the entire department, aside from uh, these two guys. And yeah. Aside from O'Malley, O'Malley yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, okay, so that's that's kind of where we're going with this movie. It's going to be down a, Mason Storm. Yeah. So how many? Well, first of all, mm. right, because uh, that is going to happen, like in fairly short order. But before that, mm-hmm. we're going to have mm-hmm. one of these uh, '90s staple scene action movie scenes, mm-hmm. right? Which one? It's the, the hero. <laughs> the, the hero goes to a grocery store. Oh, store. sure. Yeah. Sure. How many a times bodega. Yeah. have you seen this? Yeah. He's just casually on his way home and he's got to fight crime uh, on his way home. Yeah, yeah. he does. Yeah. <laughs> it's like an inconvenience yeah. to that. It's character. an inconvenience store. He's like, ah, <laughs> this should be <laughs> yes. Oh, yes, well done. Yeah, well, thank we you. Should, we should catalog these. I feel like though. that should be highlighted yeah. right? more. Because Cobra... it's, it's the demonstration scene. Yeah. You don't know what he's capable of, and this sets up what he'd right. be able to do to all the bad yeah. guys. That it, Where's you know, a cop when you need one? Yeah. 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 I mean, that guy had it right. He's just like, come on, do something before they kill me. I know. Although, I was right. like, he acted a little too slow in, yeah. in my right. opinion. Couldn't have done the jujitsu shit before. Right. right. Yeah, but like, waited until the, the proprietor was murdered. Yeah, the community uh, store guy's killed right. before he does yeah. anything. There's a gang of kids come in and they they Hoodlums. want them. Yeah. Hoodlums, yeah. Street they tubs. want uh, street tubs. <laughs> the yes. freak show street tubs yep. show up. We love a street tub yeah. on this yep. show. And so Seagal has to take them all down, and uh, and we get to see what he's capable of. Mm. So now we get a demonstration of what makes Steven Seagal different right. than he all the other guys. He literally throws hands. He like slaps. <laughs> when he takes his hands just right into someone's chest, it looks like it hurts. Okay, it's, we're going to have to describe exactly does, what it's like Sean he's t- did It's here. like he's doing double karate chops, but sideways right into a guy's chest. It's like <laughs> full force. It's it's a it's a move I've seen him do a lot. I feel like, like I think we all saw it in this movie. We're like, oh, that's I remember that he does that a lot. <laughs> yeah. He slaps people. It's he like does. the equivalent of Fonz like hitting a locker open. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah but even, it's I'm, yeah. I remember in Under Siege two he got in a lot. There was a lot of slapping in his yeah. fighting because he's always going like yeah, yeah. So that's I'm like, what is he doing there? He's like taking their inertia and turning it against him. He ducks out of the way and then slaps him. Yeah. yeah. He doesn't and, do a lot of punching. And I, no. I genuinely apologize for those martial arts aficionados that knows exactly what's happening. And they're like, that's a real thing, because to me, it looks ridiculous. Well, it's a different discipline. I mean, there's all sorts yeah. of, you know, but it's like not the most exciting stuff. thing to watch in a movie. It's okay. not. OK, <laughs> that's the problem. Right. Yeah. Okay. And it's lethargic looking and <laughs> yeah. it makes and that in turn, he's, like he's trying to make 
make it look like he can do this easily. Yeah. Instead, he's just like. Yeah, exactly. He's just flailing his arms around. But like <laughs> this, most people seeing this movie like us are not educated experts right. in this art form. So you got to make it look cool, even if it's yeah. not correct. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because this is a movie. There is, <laughs> it's yeah. supposed to be entertaining. Like we're obviously we're going to be comparing Seagal's style to other people. There is a right. reason JCVD is entertaining to watch. Because mm-hmm. he can do the fucking the roundhouse he does, kick. He does the roundhouse kicks. The all of his, his, the splits, all of his moves are very dramatic. Yes. Mm-hmm. And they're and like and his, visual. Their mm-hmm. visual, his facial expression goes with it. There's because yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he gets true, that from Bruce Lee. He puts on a show. And it, yes, it's yeah. from Bruce Lee. Yes. Because that works. Exactly. <laughs> That's yeah. why people exactly. like watching Bruce yes. Lee. Do you do you think no one wants a sleepy slapper, you know? No. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's mumbly, like I'm like open your mouth and speak, sir. Enunciate you motherfuckers. And his eyes are always half closed when he's doing it too. He looks yeah. like, well, he's, he's just got slapper, that man. like intense concentration look, like <laughs> yeah. he's pissed off. But I, I mean, like that looks- he actually like speaks and says sentences other than JCVD, you know? Like he can actually talk to people. He yeah, just project a little bit. Don't stop. I'm not watching it for him to talk to people. Well, I mean, it helps when he's not slapping people. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. But yeah, I think uh, there's a point here. It's like mm-hmm. this is what separates him from the other guys yes. is that he is more of a uh, they come at him and he disables them right. one way or yes. another. Oh, and his signature move, which is uh, that I've seen in every single goddamn movie that he's ever done. Which is he? Uh, he always takes your arm, yeah, and then break, bends arm. it backwards uh, at the elbow and yeah. breaks yeah. it. I was gonna say the arm break or, or the ar- or the armor on the neck because he, he does, does that? The, he does that one a lot too. Yeah. Oh, okay, and then he snaps your neck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you yeah. know, like, yeah, there was a lot of like go to sleep, go to sleep, go to sleep. Yeah, yeah. And then crack. Does he ever use any weaponry in his movies? Knives. 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 He loves big knives. Throwing knives. He's a big knife guy, especially in Under Siege, because he's a cook. Yes, he is a cook. I forgot yeah, about that. He's a cook in that movie, mm-hmm. um, but knives are his thing. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, I mean, I was. It kinda... didn't really. I, I forgot that it doesn't really come up in this movie. Yeah. But knives are usually his. Thing. I would. He seems like a throwing stars guy. Mm. <laughs> but in yeah. this movie, <laughs> no, that's trying to describe. That's like yeah. if, you, if you describe someone that in your regular life, that'd be a real like downer. Like he <laughs> yeah. seems like a throwing stars type of guy. Because you know exactly what I'm talking. <laughs> yeah, about. Yeah, he's just like, oh, he's like that. I instantly just like, ouch. Yeah. Like damn. Well, in this movie, he did use a, a pistol, but uh, yeah. I was I was kind of surprised in how he did it because it was extremely aggressive. You know, it was oh, like when he shoves the yeah the shotgun in the dude's mouth. Yeah, yeah. that was yeah. brutal. That was brutal. You know, like, it was okay. like the most brutal part of this movie. I know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. they don't make uh. a really big enunciated deal of it, but yeah. you're like, yeah, okay, all his teeth are broken. <laughs> yeah. You know, he yeah. just had a- yeah, hurry up and kill that man. Put him out of his misery. <laughs> Jesus, yeah, and that's got to just- be like a hot gun too. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. hot barrel. I was thinking that. When in the inconvenience store, when he the the dude um, shoots the shotgun and then he pu- and then Steven Seagal like walks up to it and like puts it in his own like yeah. chin. I was like, that barrel is so hot right yeah, now. Yeah, 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 You're yeah. insane. Yeah, I do like that no, he's that storm. scene though. He's like, you've already got one shot. You've only got one shot left. What are you gonna do? It's for you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> only one bullet. Oh god. Well, uh, his aggressive uh, handgun style is to mm-hmm. unload like the entire clip in one go. Oh, yeah. He's yeah. always doing that. So yeah, he does. Uh, he does some stuff with weapons. Um, right. But he disarms all these guys and he goes home. Yeah, with his champagne and his monkey toy. And actual monkey toy. Yeah, it's not, not a euphemism. <laughs> to his wife and his loving son, they say a prayer before a bedtime, mm-hmm. which we know is always a sign of imminent doom. <laughs> yes, it's and too idyllic. Yeah. Yep. 
The perfect what? family home. Did you say your prayer? I was waiting for you. Oh, yeah. you're gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> and then but the bad guys come you're in and horribly traumatized first. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the bad guys and come in. Kill I make, them all. Before I make love to your mother fully clothed <laughs> <laughs> with the vest on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The vest with stays the on with a bloody shirt. Yes. <laughs> no, no, don't touch the vest. Yeah, <laughs> there's blood on your shirt. Don't worry, it's not mine. And that's uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, fine. I won't worry now. Um, like, no, really. Please take it off before we get naked. Thank you. Well, uh, he's also mortally wind- wounded in this. Uh, he uh, is. This, this thing. He, he blasts and- his wife right in front of him, and they go after his kid, and yeah. but they they shoot him, and the kid goes out the window. Yeah. Um, has has witnessed the whole thing, but he does make it out the window. At this point, we don't know if the kid makes it or not because they shoot as the kid's going out the window. He kind of falls, but you don't know mm-hmm. if he made it or not. But yeah. wifey is is dead in bed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's feathers everywhere. Feathers everywhere, and Steven Seagal is in a seven-year coma. <laughs> yeah, but the picture of their corpses is front page news. Front, front page. page news. Just them dead in the bed on the above the fold. Right. <laughs> Just... And they framed him as a heroin mm-hmm. addict or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're like drugs. drugs and um and while he's at the hospital, the there's like one good cop there, but there's also crooked cops. Yeah. And at this point, France I guess. From Richmond. Do they do they misdiagnose him? Like they, they, no, they, they're just happens? like yeah. He's I think he dies at a certain point. Yeah, he and died. Everyone but they got, oh, he died, but they brought him but back. But then the okay, documents okay. like I got a live cop here. Yeah, okay, and gotcha. And then O'Malley's like, you're not going to tell anyone. Mm-hmm. This man is going to disappear. Well, if they were still working on him, then they wouldn't have called it and they wouldn't have announced it, and that makes no fucking okay, sense. Okay, so the sheer force of of Mason Storm brought himself back to life. <laughs> All right, I'm all right, I'm buying Okay, so there we go. I thought I'm we with would, you. Yeah. Thought the storm was coming. Yeah. Dot, 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 you know, fill yeah. in the yada, yada, and yeah. he's back. Well, he was dead, and then he oh, just, now he's just, not. just a hand goes, yeah. Ugh. <laughs> and knocks his heart back to me. You are absolutely right. I'm sorry I questioned that. Like, because that's a whole, that's a Steven Seagal story right there. You know, I once brought myself back to life. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he would say that. That's he the crazy shit. Google it. Steven yeah. Seagal's a liar. Yeah, yeah. Google yeah. it. Oh, okay. Brought himself back to life. Yeah. Well, someone um, needs to trick him into doing a podcast so that we can get all these crazy stories documented just to listen to them. Be idea. like, okay, yes, I'm Grandpa. sure he has one yeah. somewhere. Sure. I mean, sure. yeah, but he doesn't bring himself back. To, he does go into a seven-year coma. He does. And so, who's looking over him uh, as we shift the to very seven years later. lovely Kelly LeBrock? Kelly LeBrock looking yeah. over him. Mm. Under the sheets, even. Yeah. It says yeah, he has so very... much to live for. And then she lifts up the sheets and looks like, so much. It's just like, damn, she needs a hobby. Yeah, so she's in love with this guy while I don't he's think passed a out. what she needs, Sean. <laughs> he grows a gigantic <laughs> a uh, Fu Manchu beard. Well, she grows and, uh, it. She, she shaves gr- it for him. Yeah. She grows it for him. <laughs> yep. And, um,. And one day he uh, comes out of the coma. Mm. Kelly LeBrock, okay, okay. right? We're what? skipping over the uh, how he comes out of the coma and the power right. of we kittens. Need, we need to oh. talk about that, okay. obviously. All right. Because the, the Kelly, ki- Kelly LeBrock comes in for her shift. It's like 6 a.m. She comes in and she gets the report like, oh, your favorite patient. It looks like his finger moved today. That's mm. great. And she's like, oh, yay. You know, that's that's a good Progress. sign. She's like, I know how to wake him up. How does she wake him up, Sean? You got a little Siamese kitten. Well, with a, sticks a, it on his head with a pussy. Yeah, with a pussy. Yeah, with she a pussy. does. She's like a little pussy, Mason. That was actually John. what I was thinking. It was like he came out of the coma when she took when the she pussy said pussy. Away. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. she took the pussy away, and then no. it was like, oh, no, yeah, he no. woke him up. He Bring had a seizure and yeah. then woke up, which is probably, like I said, how he wakes. up I mean, up this is morning. the cutest little kitten ever, though, because it does it's like so snuggle up up against his head. It, mm-hmm. it it's does. really cute. It's truly what brings him back to life. It's so cute. A little bit of its life force leaks into. I gave him a life. Maybe that's it. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. I know they canceled him. Mason Storm is a cat. That kitten That's why he's so, like, sneaky. Yeah. So quick on his feet. Yeah, he's a fucking cat. reflexes. There it is. This is the Catwoman origin story. Yeah, it really is. But now he's brought back to life. He's awake, and he's up, and he knows that they're going to come and get him. He can't move at all, which is just what you want out of an action movie hero. That he's confined to a bed, but we have to get excitement at this point in the right. movie. But it's going to be a chase like, scene. It's basically like his first words. He's like, "You got to get me out of here." <laughs> yeah. And then he's, he's like half drunk for we're the next gonna, half hour. We're all going to die. Gonna die. He's like, "Bro, I'm going to get you a massage. You're going to be feeling all right. You're not going to worry this about dying." This yeah. guy's great. And he keeps getting the <laughs> cut to like him, massage guy beating on his back. He's like, "How's that feeling, brothers?" He's like, "We're all gonna die here. Yeah. You gotta stop. We you gotta stop. We're all gonna die. We gotta get out of here now." <laughs> it's so good. You can't move. Please. I imagine if you wake up from anything that long, coma, hyper sleep in space, whatever. Oh. Like you just immediately wake up into a panic attack, right? Because I, mean, yeah, I remember so. his when he wakes up, he like convulses. Yeah, awake. yeah, he has like a seizure to wake yeah. up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I wake up into panic attacks on like a normal day. Right, you know what yeah. I'm saying? So like, I imagine like your brain being shut off for that yeah. long and then being activated right. again suddenly. Yeah, you, I'm like, I woke up again. It was only four hours. Yeah, like, what? Yeah, why? <laughs> why? Yeah, this has been seven years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. man. Yeah. After a very traumatic event. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I just couldn't sleep. You know, mm-hmm. right. Well, they do get an action scene. We get a we get a chase scene involving uh, a hospital bed being yeah. wheeled through the hospital downstairs by well, first Kelly he's LeBrock, like pushing himself with like a mop handle, yeah. <laughs> attacking yes. guys as they're coming to kill him because mm, they know he's back. Buttons. Yeah, yeah. Um, cop is like kill, crooked cop kills the massage therapist, kills the security guard. Yep, yeah. And then Kelly LeBrock is frantically pushing him out of the hospital. And she absconds Maybe with a little him too frantically. Two. She runs him into every single wall. Every yeah, I know. There was one good wall. one where it was like, <laughs> his, his, he broke an <laughs> ankle on that in, one. He's like, ah. Like you she, see on like, yeah, like, like Kelly actually smashed his feet. In the- yeah. <laughs> yeah, you could tell. Yeah. Oh my God, that, that looked pretty painful fun. as fuck. <laughs> yeah. And they seek refuge in uh, some uh, uh, Buddhist temple that she's... Basically, uh, house they seek refuge in a Bruce Lee movie. Yep. Yes. And he is going to train his muscles to come because back. Because who doesn't love a training montage in an For, action movie? Right. Because we're like, how far into the movie are we at this point? It's like, is this <laughs> like, wow, like mm-hmm. nothing's really happening. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was the chase scene where he had nothing to do with it. And then sure. <laughs> uh, now he's schooling himself back up and, you know, mm-hmm. lifting weights and mm-hmm. staring at the the cutouts of the newspaper, the right. family slaughtered yeah. and all this right. to motivate him, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, so finally, eventually, he gets his mojo back. We know that he's reached his peak because he actually does reach a peak of mountain climbing, and the mm. eagles soar above eagles Mason soar Storm. Above him. And then to well, seal he the deal, the peak of the mountain, and then the peak of sexuality as <laughs> the very next Kelly scene. Yeah. Yep. Like yeah, where she comes in actually <laughs> looking like, like I climbed a mountain today. Yeah, he's like, oh, what was that? that <laughs> Would was... you like to climb one? <laughs> yeah. But she had the hairdo of like that. Oh, I'm like, oh, I remember Kelly LeBrock because she was the Pantene girl. She was don't hate oh, me because really? I'm beautiful. Huh. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, wow, <laughs> there was weird science in that. I yes. think she was maybe yeah. more yes. famous even for that. Um. And so now he's back, and he's going to go on the case. He's going to solve his own, his family's murder. Well, he knows who did it. It's all the corrupt cops. Yeah. He's going to kill them all, because that's basically, he goes at a rip-roaring rampage of revenge. Mm-hmm. Rip-roaring rampage of revenge. Say, that, was nice. that? that was a quick That was Tarantino nice. Thing. I liked it. So yeah. uh, he kills them all. The end. Oh. oh. 
Is that what happens, Colin? I don't know. Is it? No. How's it go? He does his uh, he does his training montage. He does his training montage. You know, where he's hitting boards with ropes and right. everything like that. And um, she brings him a flower, which is a seduction flower. Clearly, it the biggest um, for uh, move of foreplay. Yep. ever. I think it was the dress. Was that it? Wasn't the, the flower? I think so. <laughs> okay. Yeah. She to, wasn't. I'm just trying to take notes. Really. Here. Offering him a flower. She was, I mean, she was. She was offering she a flower. flower. But not that flower. She was know, offering a flower, flower Sean. In her hand. <laughs> so, like. but he has discovered in his, uh, in during his coma. Yep. That he went to, he went to see his, his, the grave site of his wife and child. And then, um, upon return. Felicia Storm. Yeah. Felicia Storm, Sunny Storm. Upon uh, return. We could have said his, by Felicia when she got shot. Felicia, I know. I think about that too. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, and Kelly LeBrock has gone looking for um, any evidence of his old partner, um, any evidence of any. Right, of O'Malley. This O'Malley. is the trusted, yes. the, the last good cop, um, right? We O'Malley, have to get yeah. to him. Yeah, because yeah. he's the only one. So she's gone looking for any evidence that he's still around because they tried contacting the force and he's no longer there. Um, and upon his return to the. Uh, the haven? I don't. What is this place? <laughs> it is the rest haven. Yes. It, yeah, yeah. There's like horses, and it's it's a really big, like a Buddhist, Buddhist temple. Yeah. Like it's uh, yeah. They have Chinese yeah. food every yeah, night. Yeah. She says that she's house sitting for a friend, a yeah. doctor friend. A doctor's gone friend. for six months. Yeah. Yeah. Great Who has gig. this massive? Amazing. Yeah. Also, and, you need to take care of my horse. I know. I like Goodbye. that Steven Seagal, right? Like he's, uh, you know, she's a nurse, like mm-hmm. a medical practitioner. She's brought him here, and he's uh, recovering from a coma, and he's like. I'm going to give you a list of things to get. You go to Chinatown and get this list of herbs and bring mm-hmm. it back and I'm going to fix myself. And so he does like, even though, yeah. right. She's into uh, medical science. He just sticks a bunch of pins in himself, lights them on fire and right. he's back. Yeah. He's yeah. ready to go. And so Mason storm returns. Yeah. The power of non-Western medicine, Colin. Yep. <laughs> Obviously. Acupuncture. So, Done. but he's found out that during his uh, time in a coma, mm-hmm. that uh, was it Victor Trent? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Werner. Werner Trent. Werner. Vernon. Vernon. Vernon Trent. Such a very nerd name. Vernon. The assemblyman. Vernon. Did actually pull off an assassination thanks to his mob cronies and assumed the role as senator. Now he's all powerful. Trent. Yes, yep. and who openly talks about his crimes with his cronies in right. front of crowded, crowded people. And I actually thought during that scene where he was giving the speech that like his buddy was going to come up and go like, uh, sir, sir, uh, Mason Storm, we tried to kill him. I thought so, <laughs> too. And it turns out he's yeah. hard to kill. <laughs> wow. Okay. That would almost be. Yeah, I mean, I, I wanted that. And then I wanted someone to say a storm is coming, you know, mm-hmm. like but these yeah, two I, lines. What does that mean? He's hard to kill. Like, you know what I'm saying? When you're talking to your boss, that they're going to need more information than... Yeah. yeah it turns mm-hmm. out he's hard to kill. No, like, yeah. how did you fuck this up? Yeah. Yeah. Like, what do you mean he's hard to kill? shot him in the chest and he yeah, lived? Like, what yeah. did you we do? shot him like yeah. five yeah. times yeah. and he's lived and then... Yeah. Well, the thing, I guess the plot point that this all hinges on is that somehow there was a recording, there was a tape yes. that uh, the bad guys know that he was in possession of and they never got a hold of, Right. Yeah, and plus him being alive is like he can ruin my whole life and my career, and I could face yeah. thirty years in prison, and yeah. you know whatever. So we have to kill him, and yeah. we have the he has the entire police department apparently at least all they the know, corrupt cops. They know what's on the tape because a copy was given to evidence. That's right. So that they know was, what's uh, on that disappeared from the evidence they room. Sure but did. O'Malley, God bless him, he kept a copy of it. Yep, he kept something else, Colin. This is a surprise. 
This is he kept Sonny. Bam. Boom. Son's alive. Uh, did they really? They're just like, he's your son. We'll just call him Sonny. That's as far I as the writers so, yeah. got. Yes, yeah, is what it seems like. I'm just like, I don't give a fuck. Sonny, yeah. I guess. Sonny Storm. Good alliteration. Go. Mm-hmm. Yep. So yeah. now dad has to reunite with his kid. That's I right. mean, it's very emotional when they actually finally do reunite. Emotion. Is From it? From who? Doesn't he rub his kid on the head and be like, I'll, I'll be right back. I know. He's and like, he goes I, gotta, I gotta go dude. kill this guy. He's, yeah. he's basically like, good to see you, little scamp. <laughs> I love you. Get out of here. <laughs> and he makes his child watch him murder someone. Which, like, it's been seven years since you've seen your kid. You don't have any more sentimentality to this. Right? He's in a this. middle like, of a pickle. Well, to be yeah. fair, he was in a coma. So, yeah, but to I mean, me, or to him, it's been like, you know, an hour. Yeah. And I wonder how that feels. But in that scene where he's reintroduced, right? It's at the train station where it's like, you're going to meet your dad. Like, I'm sending you off. And, yeah. and uh, O'Malley's like uh, yeah. orchestrating this. And uh, like, I'm coming after you. He is. Yeah. yeah. But then, then the, the bad guys show up and there's uh, shootings and people die. O'Malley's killed and the kids like get away. So when Mason finally reunites with the kid, like there's a lot going on. He's yeah. like, I got to kill that guy right there in front of me. Yeah, so you, like, they're literally the having the like a fight to the death in Chinatown. Yeah, so sure. Give me a minute, son. Yeah, we break some of the guys. Uh, whatever he does, that thing where he grabs your fingers and yeah. twists them back, and it's like, oh, yeah. oh pressure point. I remember, I remember you. you. Here's another observation about mm. uh, oh. Steven Seagal's fighting style. Sure, and I remember this being a disappointment to me when I watched his mm-hmm. movies and kind of made them less exciting. Is that Aside from that first scene where he's shot in the bedroom, you know, whatever, the scene where they kill his wife and Mm -hmm. shoot him, he is always stronger and more powerful than any of the people coming at him. And it's like, he's just the invincible guy. It's hard to kill, Colin. She's got me there. (laughs) All right. It answers everything. What's your excuse for every other movie? (laughs) But I mean, he just stands there. He's on deadly ground, Sean. (laughs) He's out for justice. He's under siege, Sean. Because he was marked for death. But don't worry, he's above the law, and they'll never be able to get him for any of this. Uh, But yeah, they just just combined all of them. (laughs) First, he was above the law. Then... I mean, that's literally the tagline for this movie. That's funny. It should have been. Um, it's, yeah, it's. Um, if it wasn't a storm. The it's star coming. of Above the Law is back. Now Steven Seagal is hard to kill. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Steven Seagal yeah. is. Because when you can do that with your action stars, like blah, blah, blah is. And then it's like, it's perfect. Yeah. Hard to kill. Above. Yeah. But I mean, isn't it his thing, right? Like you can throw like a bunch of guys at him and there's never a fear that like he's going to injure it or like he can't handle it. And he's always like. No. He like slaps the, him a couple oh, in times. In the convenience store, he's like, well, it's for you, so. Yeah. Like, it's easy numbers. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's a standard of action movies that you always have, like, you know, it's like, yeah, your hero's going to come out on top. You know it. Yeah. Right. But, Until they don't, but then they got to come back from not coming out on top, and then they don't come out on top, somebody else dies, so they got to revenge them. You know what else he didn't seem to have was like big stunt sequences. He was never surfing on the back of a motorcycle while yeah. shooting a rocket launcher. I will say that about Steve yeah. Seagal. That never happened. Yes, yeah. yeah. he doesn't do that. He just slaps a bunch of guys. He slaps yeah. them in the wall. He drove a Jeep around a little bit. A little bit. That went off roading yeah. a bit. Drove a yeah. Jeep. Yeah. yeah. He hit that one guy. And yeah. That one guy uh, <laughs> <laughs> flew the that yeah, was That great. was funny. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> um. Mm-hmm. All right, so uh, he is able to finally take down all the guys who... Because um, he goes to their swanky 
the swanky uh, governor mansion or what's the uh, senator the senator, senator mansion. mansion yeah yeah which is uh it looks like a municipal building but with neon all over the place well you had the aztec uh um, there was egyptian bar. stuff like, there was yeah, aztec this looks like stuff. a museum it's yeah. awesome it basically is yeah, it looks yeah. like something you'd find on the the strip in hollywood or something like that it's if like, i was rich in. i would do this in my house too this right? is awesome it's kind of nice yeah. wait am i conflating a couple of locations because there was the one where i was confused as to where the hell they are because they had the mariachi band outside the oh, that was the hotel. That was the hotel. That was hotel. With the beef eater okay. costume. Yes, that yep, was the hotel. He was there. Yep, yep. That, was that was the hotel. And there was neon to... lights everywhere inside. Yeah. It was weird. A hotel they went to for like a minute. Yeah. yeah. And then left. This was all about like, we have like, okay, I got the tape. Oh, there's the whole thing where they have to go get the original videotape. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's got to go visit his old house and, and get the pristine mm-hmm. uh, tape recorder that he's hidden in the wall. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's really funny though. We're glossing over the fact that the hotel scene with the mariachi band outside, the entire purpose of this is because they didn't have cell phones yet. So it's literally just they use this hotel to leave messages. Oh, yeah. yeah. They got that's, to yeah, that's, message. Right. that's all this is that. for. Crazy what you had to do back then. Right? Yeah. That's all this is for. I remember that, right? Because it was you like... Uh, write people going places. Yeah. yeah there's things. a bunch of people writing down phone numbers. And, yeah. And uh, I guess that's like... Yeah. They're passing messages through O'Malley's mom. And leaving them at the hotel. Mm-hmm. That's the entire scene. That's crazy. Right. Yeah. Right? With, with yeah. the most nervous bellhop or concierge that right. we've that ever seen guy. in our lives. That poor guy. What's the message? What, is that what we're saying? I mean, I guess that's, that's true. What it is. That is like, so if you need to get somebody a message, a hotel. Yeah. You just leave a message at a hotel. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, that's oh, what so. they were using because they couldn't use their answering machines. They're not at their own house. Yeah. So then it's your voicemail? It's just a hotel. I mean, I guess, right? That's what I mean, they had to do. For, for yeah, I never did it. I guess that's what I'm saying. I never yeah. had because that. Because you, you, know. were, you were not hard to kill, Colin. Well, that's true. <laughs> I wasn't on globe-trotting or city-spanning that's adventures, right. unfortunately. You weren't, a, you, went on. Yeah. you weren't a rogue cop just mm-hmm. recently out of a coma. Yeah, that's very true. Well, yeah. I didn't live uh, in as, an exciting life, apparently, because where I had to go to hotels and... And pick up messages for people. I'm going to do it now. I'm just going to leave. I'm going to call a hotel. Like, can I leave a message for so and so? Are you going to go yeah. then pick it up yourself? Would, Are you going to yeah. leave a message for yourself just to see what happens? Just to see. I mean, like, that's what you got to do. You have any test. messages for? Yeah. Do oh it. My God. Do we should do this for right. Just to see. We like, should what do the- this. But when we go retrieve the message, we have to be wearing a trench coat. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Of some sort. I have a, I have, I have a trench coat. You, you all listen. Like, you all missed it. Uh, Colin's face just lit up it's very lit up. brightly. Oh, like, this we're going to do this, thing, right? Yeah, right. I mean, come on. Sometimes I'm just going to go out and test shit. Right. Yeah, it's fun. This is like I'm going to wear my trench coat. I'm going to wear oversized glasses. Like this is going to. We're going to do this. Yes, we have to. Hopefully, we're inspiring a movement here among the the good uh, freak show uh, listeners. Uh, everybody's going to go out <laughs> yeah, and start leaving test, messages. Test all these old <laughs> things <laughs> that kind of wouldn't be around anymore. Like go out and test and see if these things can still happen. Yeah, I um, love this idea. Yeah, I, I I think we should do it. Yeah, just to see what happens. Then they go like, uh, "What are you, you doing, Colin? You have like, to you have to be like, I need to leave a message for Mason Storm." Yeah. <laughs> And you yeah, then yeah. go in and be like, I'm Mason Storm. Yes, do it. <laughs> do you have any messages for me? And uh, if you put on a ponytail, I'll give you extra points. Yeah, what's with that? He's always had that ponytail. Yeah. Has he? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Casey Ryback didn't have a ponytail. They, Damn, he no, was in the they, Navy. Yeah, he did. He had no. a ponytail. He? They all had ponytails. I, no. He's never not had a ponytail. Casey Ryback didn't have one. He was in the Navy. They all had ponytails. I don't think I've ever seen him without a ponytail. I don't I, think he can do, I feel I don't I think feel he like can do the hair slick back without doing a ponytail. Actually, now that we're talking about it, I think it was weird that in Under Siege he didn't have one. 
Because yeah. it was like, yeah, because he's in the Navy. He like, had to cut it I'm off. I'm like second guessing right now. Because I'm like, okay, I, all right, you might be right under siege. I haven't seen that yeah. movie in a long time. I don't think he had one under siege. Come on, just Steven Skull without a ponytail? That's a crime. <laughs> um, it even gets fondled in this movie. Unfortunately. Oh, and that was like r- real fondling. It, oh, God. Yeah. So she does that uh, all the time. Yeah, oh, she yeah, did that, that all the time. That was some real deal fondling. Uh, yeah. That's yeah. what I was telling you. At the beginning, we had like real couple coupling. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's like, oh, no. It's like one of those, you know, Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman and Eyes Wide Shut. Right. Like, yeah. It's just like, ah. it's, uh, no okay. ponytail. No? Not none of Okay. I appreciate you looking that up. But did he have one in Out for Justice, which is the year? Here, this is before. the only one where you can really see the back of his hair, but you can see that it's cut off. Oh, he does have it cut uh, off. Okay. Yeah. Casey Ryan well, had no. Yeah. You heard it here first. All right. Well, sorry. I'm just, uh, um, whatchamacallit? What's his name? Um, Gary Busey. No, no, no. The writer is going to have me killed. But, be- oh. but before, <laughs> I, before Ernesto, I, I'm just oh, Ernestoing Ernesto. everybody. <laughs> I, I Ernesto that ponytail. But I'm just, like, it's definitely in every movie. <laughs> but just for funsies, here's this too. Oh, <laughs> what is that a cook. Oh, that's <laughs> He's a cook. Yeah, he's the cook. That's as happy as I've ever seen him. Yeah. I know. Uh, so, I mean, I guess I'd, uh, we're talking about uh, uh, Steven Seagal's range. As an actor, Range. yeah. <laughs> what emotions are, is he required to draw upon and convey in this film? Justice, the emotion of justice. <laughs> That's all he's got. Yeah. I mean, I guess he looks pissed. He looks kind of constipated. I, you could read it as uh, he's pissed. Constipated is a good one. Like, yeah. Where he's always yeah. just got like a yeah. It's like a, he's squeezing one out. It's like this is going to be a good shit later. Yeah. It's squeezing. I was like, uh, you know, it's his face, <laughs> and it's always just like, <laughs> give me one second. All right, can we just can we just call it anguish? Uh, all right, <laughs> well, I, I, you know there. what? I feel that emotion sometimes when I'm doing that. So yeah, yeah, just leave it at anguish and move on. Anguish. I can't. Um, I can't look I at any of you right now. <laughs> I relate to Steven Seagal in one way. What's his best scene? His best uh, best performance? Is in it this? probably that uh, the the Him with bank the cat. pun? Yeah. Right. What was the bank? The, the, yeah. the, the blood the, bank. Oh, the blood bank. The take blood you bank. to the bank. I'm gonna take you to the bank. The blood bank. And he said to himself. Out loud in yeah. his room. It was an aside. It wasn't yeah. like a- he said it to a TV that wasn't on. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. It right, felt yeah. like he was rehearsing for the real moment he was going to yeah. say it. Uh, yeah. Fuck you and die was pretty good. Yeah, that was yeah. pretty good. Oh, that was good. That, yeah. that doesn't but it's also even, not like it doesn't feel like a like a standard like action movie hero no. line. No. That one is like. Oh shit! That's like seriously, you, you know, like which is, feels well, da- more dangerous because it starts out with "That's for my wife." Fuck you and die. Yeah. yeah, and I don't think we feel in this movie or with other movies. I don't think we feel it, it doesn't feel satisfying when he gets rid of some of the bad guys from the movie. No, some of the bigger ones we've been following the whole time who did do things and killed his his wife and everything. When he dispatches them, it doesn't. Uh, I don't think he gives the emotional weight to it. Yeah, we I don't, don't think have, he's able to. Yeah, we don't get that satisfaction. That we no, get movies, like they're yeah. dead and we get satisfaction from that, but it doesn't feel like he doesn't, uh, you know, he, he doesn't drive it home in his uh, stabbing the pool guy in the neck with the pool cue. Mm-hmm. That I was mean, a quick death. Right. There's, there's, they don't linger on it to have any, to see it have any impact on him. Yeah. yeah. That he's they, finally getting his revenge. You compare this to, and I mean, I guess I have to because it's fresh in my mind. Uh, hard Target, hard. right? Where like All hard movies, but, but John Woo was like he was like overdoing every single emotional Thank response. God. Was like, <laughs> right? <you know>? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that that movie's easily understood in any language right. because yeah, exactly. 
He's like, and I know what she's feeling. that's just how we want it. Yeah. And compared Perfect. to this one where it's like, I don't know if he's happy about that. It looks like he's uh, the same as he was compared before he to, went into it. Yeah, compared to Hard Target, this one is lackadaisical. Yeah, <laughs> he does have, there's one scene, I think, when he was explaining when he was living in oh, yeah. China as a kid and like became... Uh, which is ironic because in real life it was Japan, but mm-hmm. like how he learned to read uh, Chinese and all that. That was the most like that felt like he was telling the story. It, yeah, it was like that yeah. felt the most unguarded and you know conversational. I'm like that actually feels like a real guy talking. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is not like what he's like. Wait a second, right? Is, but is it, Steven Seagal method right? <laughs> but it's set happening? aside because he still looks like Fu Manchu at this point. <laughs> right. So it's a little, a little yeah. trade off there. Sincerity versus what you look like right now. You know. <laughs> I feel like it's. I feel like he wasn't trying in that part, and that's why it works. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, right. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But was it a lie? Probably. Mm-hmm. Fucking liar. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, he does track uh, Vernon Trent, yeah. Senator yeah. Vernon Trent, down to his mansion mm-hmm. with the Aztec bar and the little scene, the like that the Egyptian little, scene. Yeah. yeah. He's got it's like a roped off, off, like a gallery scene. Yeah. yeah. I like these. Like it makes it feel Egyptian like Egyptian artifacts and sand. In yeah. the middle of a corner, like you're walking through an amusement thing in like Universal or something. Yeah, there's like yeah, there's like scenes. Yeah, prior to that, <laughs> he toys with this one guy, you know, by writing messages on the toilet. This like, yeah. is yeah. what's yeah. worse than death is the anticipation. Or anticipation of death is worse than death itself. Yeah, yeah. it's just like and and he wrote that lipstick. And like you're can, next. Can you just see him? Just yeah. Yeah. How much time? Writing on got? a toilet seat. Like I I, sometimes I wish they yeah. put these scenes into the movie. How did he know he was going to come to that toilet at the right time? Because <laughs> like that man looks like he's got to take a shit. Yeah, I was going right. to say, yeah. Right you guys don't typically go in the stalls unless you're going to take a shit, right? I mean, that or unless it's really backed stall. up. It was like, that was a wide open. That was, I think like, it was a bathroom. That was a regular bathroom. That was yeah. just a, a single bathroom. Yeah. But still to anticipate that he was going to go to the bathroom. Right, well, right. It's, oh, yeah. you know, <laughs> it's the logic of action movie to anticipate that he would encounter that guy before he would encounter the senator or any of the other guys. You know, it's like, okay, whatever, you know, it's. I, action movie logic. I totally forgot like a great scene in this movie hmm. where uh, he was talking with O'Malley when they were teaming up after many years, and he's like, uh, "You know, we're gonna win this because we positive. have a positive attitude." And what was it? it was Something like, an outlook. <laughs> and it was positive like, outlook. We're gonna and- we're gonna get him. As he does his target practice, but it was like the, the, the you know it, was, it felt like, like Bruce a motivational Lee philosophy, speech. Yeah, yeah. philosophy there. You know we're going to overcome things in life. Because we positive have mental outlook. Yeah, we're going to win anyway. So then he pulls out a gun and blows away teamwork a, or something. Was it, was, it? It was. It wasn't. It, it didn't make sense at the time. Like I'll tell you that. Too. It's just like I think you're gonna need more, dude. Like this was like the end of a staff meeting. Yeah, <laughs> right. And we're like, you're gonna need guns or something, right? With a guy, <laughs> with a guy who thinks he's motivational, but you're just like, that's not that. I don't. <laughs> that doesn't, that doesn't work. Like, no. Yep. Just because we need. Just because we because we want to win more. Because that's basically yeah. yeah because uh, you know what? Because we want to. And then he blow. Then he like just the, shoots ten times. It's like and the worst like, well, help. basketball coach speech in the yep. history of the world. Oh my god! I just want to see a super clip of him giving motivational speeches. Oh, dude! It's him going ten like, minutes. It's the fucking end of On Dudley Gray. You have to see this. It is amazingly <laughs> right. awful. He's standing in front of like he's got a projector and he's anyway he's <laughs> teaching right, a class have, at that point to, to the audience who's captive at the end of the fucking movie. Oh, I hated it. Um, 
So then now he's 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 hunting uh, Vernon Trent, and I, I guess this is also a dynamic that's like a Steven Seagal thing, right? It's like he's the monster in the maze. Mm-hmm. He's like, come out, come out, wherever you are. Yeah. You don't get that with like Van Damme, Norris, or any of those guys. True, mm-hmm. really, yeah. they're like, the hero hunting the bad guy. Yeah, yeah. But this is like, like he's the he is like gonna fucking kill this guy. Like, yeah. right. like, finds him. like, like a psycho bad less, guy would do this. Yeah, right. this is the yeah. less powered. The, the villain is yeah. less powered than the hero who's mm-hmm. like, you know, we know that he's just going to fucking right. shove a goddamn shotgun in the guy's mouth and break oh. his face. Oh. That was brutal. But then there's the scene that I still don't understand when he, like, goes to shoot off his dick and says he misses. Yeah, I don't understand this either. With a shotgun? I think they wanted to give you both. What did he shoot? The floor. floor. They wanted to give you both. They wanted With to give a you shotgun. Th- like, it would have hit him in some yes. way. Yes, it's a shotgun. Uh, they wanted to give you both of them. They wanted to give you what you thought would be the satisfaction of him blowing the guy away, and then they take it back right off the bat. Mm-hmm. And then he gets arrested and goes to jail, which is what he wanted, off, wanted in the first place. So, uh, I don't like it. Yeah, I agree. It's just like just just yeah, pick one or the other. Just shoot him. There is oh, like I a- missed. That's why. Why are you making this? This guy's responsible for the death of your wife and almost your son, and you're just going to be playing this joke with and him in your coma for seven years. I know yeah, you want to yeah. mess with him before you kill him, but uh, pick something here, dude. I know it's like what's the messaging that we have yeah, right, going on right. here? It's the idea that like, well, you want to kill him, but you know, it's uh, he deserves to be in jail. You know, like at uh-huh. the end of the movie, I, Every, uh, everybody else deserves to die. Yeah, that's how they like. Get away! It's like you kill everybody else, but at the end, it's like your morals are you know you're supposed to let justice prevail uh, at the the big bad guy. Right, everyone and else I, is just in the way getting to you. Yeah, but I remember the movie Ransom was the one where I felt like very manipulated at the end, where it was like, okay, we got the bad guy, but then at the end, the bad guy is able to grab the cop's gun, and so then the hero yeah. gets to shoot him. So mm-hmm. we get like justice followed by like, okay, you get to carry out your cold-hearted revenge yeah. like a minute oh, yeah, later. That's, that's everyone because there's so many where you're like you beat the bad guy. Yeah, like justice. You're going okay, to we got jail. Yep. And then the bad guy's always going grabbing yep. a cop's gun and gets blown away. You get satisfied. They're like, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. He's like, yes, he's dead. Our bloodlust was, yep. was very high back mm-hmm. in uh, yeah, not now, back in the day. But this one plays up the it goes with like, okay, justice. He gets arrested. It's like, we know, Mason, we got the tape. We know they framed you. Yes. Uh, and we're taking him to jail. And, yeah. and then uh, Mason, uh, his son, and yeah. Kelly LeBrock, who's like, I love you, Mason. <laughs> the new wife, basically. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like, he's got the family unit again. Uh, he won. Uh, congratulations, Mr. Yeah. Storm. Yeah. <laughs> Your kid's going to need like, therapy. Yeah, it didn't feel like as big a win as we could have gotten. I know the, the kid never becomes really in jeopardy. No, and Not the kid really, never, no. like, it would have been fun because he is Mason Storm's kid that he would, like, get out of a situation kind of like his dad you know not yeah. by yeah. cold blood murdering someone yeah. but you know but like just, live free or die hard yeah. that's where you're going with that sure i mean kind okay. of okay yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's a mclean yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah let's yeah. keep talking about that movie <laughs> <laughs> it's not so bad but yeah. the next one's worse yeah it's yeah, very I true by comparison okay i didn't right. hate it mm-hmm. The live for your die hard. I like live, oh, live for your die, die hard. hard. Yeah. Uh, no, I like that yeah, one. The next one. No, that yeah. Yeah, that one was bad. Fucking horrible. What was it? Another a day good to day die to die. Good day to die. Good hard. day to yeah. die hard. Yeah. Which is a good title. Awful movie. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, so we've 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 watched Hard to Kill. Now we're going to tell you whether or not you should watch Hard mm. to Kill. We're going to go around the table and uh, tell you our thoughts. But first of all, we're going to summon our mailman, and his name is Igor. Bring us the mail. 
Masters! Masters, the mail! I've got the mail! So many letters, our followers are rising. Rising. Why, thank you, Igor. Igor's hard to kill. Impossible to kill. I think so. He may have a piece of Seagull on him. Probably. Who knows? Did, it's like did a, it's his like movies a, ever like get sequels? Uh, but, under Siege 2. Yeah, under Siege I was two. like, well, there think, wasn't a harder to kill, and then, <laughs> impo- you know, impossible to kill as the trilogy, right? Die harder, and then yeah. two months later, harder to, to kill. kill. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then um, impossible to kill would be the third one. Right, yeah, right, right, right when a yeah. Mission Impossible comes yeah, out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he could Genius. keep doing these. Yeah. And just kind of I'm surprised he didn't get in on the two puns, you know? Like, yeah. was, I'm really yeah, surprised. I don't think he did a lot of sequels. Well, you can't touch his movies then, Sean, I guess. You know? I don't know, but I know that <laughs> like now there's so many. Like We haven't even scratched the surface of the fucking uh, direct-to-video the newer stuff ones? that yeah. he's yeah. in. So who knows? Oh, my God. I'm going to show you guys a clip. It's going to blow your yeah, mind. Yeah, he's in like that era of, unfortunately, the, the later-day Bruce Willis yeah. movies. And yeah. Isn't uh, yeah. John Travolta doing those, too? Or mm-hmm. like, there's all these guys that are... Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're cashing in while they still can. Yep. Yeah. yep. Uh, well, we should let you good folks at home now know how you can participate on this interactive portion of our show by following along on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Saturday Night Freak Show. Or Twitter. At Sat Freak Show. Or you can email us directly. Saturday Night Freak Show, Yahoo.com. Or you can follow along on Instagram at Saturday Night Freak Show. So MF Mad, the keeper of the Saturday Night Freak Show Wall of Fame, wants to enshrine on the hallway of fame Several performers from Hard to Kill that we have uh, uh, seen. MF in Mad least, doing the Lord's work. That's right. We've seen these guys in two other movies. So Philip Wayland, right, the uh, the actor who was Doctor Wayland mm-hmm. in Hard to Kill, huh. was also a customer in Tango and Cash, and he was a man in a crushed car in Predator Two. Oh, man in crushed car. Oh, that's, that's like right. the stairwell of. Okay, <laughs> stairwell. Well, good yeah. on you, Philip, for appearing yeah. in those movies. Yeah. Also, that's Gary fantastic. McLarty. Oh. Who was the shotgun man in uh, Hard to Kill? Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, okay. You remember him? There were Shot, a lot of shotgun, the shotgun men. A lot of shotgun in men the in this movie. Store? He was the shotgun man. Probably. Uh, oh, I know. He, okay, yeah, I know that guy. He was also uh, he was a Jun priest in the Beastmaster, which we, of course, oh. all remember his role in that. And he was the guy in the ACDC van in Maximum Overdrive. Wow. Okay. Nice. There we go. Okay. There we go. And one more, uh, Kenny Indoso. Uh, who played Vernon Trent Mann. Mm. Wow. Okay. So he was not Vernon Trent. He Vernon was one, Trent, of one, his, one of his men. Yeah. Uh, he was also in Big Trouble in Little China. Uh-huh. And he was in Showdown in Little Tokyo. There we go. Yeah, that, there that, that sounds right. Yeah. That's yeah. right. So certificates are in the mail, gentlemen. And Indeed. thank you very much for enlivening our mm-hmm. lives with uh, this uh, boundless entertainment. We mm-hmm. appreciate uh, it. About Hard to Kill, Joey Blythe writes in and said, Hard to Kill, Hard Target, Hard Ticket to Hawaii. Hey, Joey Travolta did that Hard Vice movie. Hard Ooh. Vice. Ooh, sounds bad. We got to check it out. Okay, okay. Because Holly does seem to be on a theme here, and there yeah. might be I'm, I'm debating if we want to stay hard all summer. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, it's a long summer. It is a long summer. We just have, but we've just, uh, uh, fuck, never mind. Okay. I was gonna, uh, there was a joke in there that I couldn't quite mm-hmm. grab. <laughs> <laughs> it was too hard. <laughs> Great. Grindhouse Movie Database says, I'm not a fan of Steven Seagal anymore. I think he's an idiot. But when I was a teenager, I loved his movies. Hard to Kill was a good revenge-o-matic. Uh, Nuvato Judoka says, you can make a whole podcast dedicated 
to the straight-to-video-on-demand movies mm. he does every three months. Yep. In the case of Seagal or Van Damme, I think the answer is clear. Did Seagal have Nicolas Cage praising his performance and monologue? No, but Van Damme does. Also, Van Damme may not be the best on-screen runner, but I don't even know what to call it when Steven Seagal runs. This is one of three Seagal movies that is good. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying because we did criticize Van Damme's run in Cyborg, I think, because there was a lot of oh, yeah. in that. Yeah, yeah, it was weird, yep. but not nearly this Steven weird. Steven Seagal was like, hold my beer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hold my beer because while I, I can't away. hold it. Yes. I'm running with these hands. Uh, Travis Legler says, uh, are you guys at the freak show? Okay. No. I get watching goofy over the top or even silly movies like the Star Wars holiday special, but this, <laughs> yeah. you don't have to do this to yourself. I'm sorry. I've always been bored to death with Seagal movies. Plus, I heard how much of a dick he is on set. Yeah. My wife loves his movies. When we met, we would have movie marathons together, and I would sit through any Twilight or Anna Green Gables movie or even one Seagal movie without complaint. And I hope you enjoy his bullshit style more than I did. God bless you all for being able to enjoy him, if at all. Bullshit jujitsu would be a good way to describe his. Yeah. Especially from that from yeah. that one video that has circled the internet, which I think everybody has seen right now. His ballet. We were talking earlier about him using the inertia of his opponents to to defeat them. There's a video of a very a much larger, older Steven Seagal who comes to a very um it's a, it's a jujitsu competition. It looks mm-hmm. like, and he comes out for what is I think a performance. Like, and ladies and gentlemen, special guest Steven Seagal, and he comes around, and it's just a, him grabbing dudes' wrists and flinging them, flinging them. I say in quotes <laughs> as they flip themselves <laughs> to make him look good. Have oh, you seen this? Uh, yeah, no, no. <laughs> oh, I'll show you. Or maybe up. there was a. I there, do oh, remember we'll like because that was I guess the thing I was like going into this. I'm like usually. You, you get a martial arts actor who has won championships. You know, uh, Seagal did Van Damme did prior to becoming a movie star. Wasn't that why he was on the radar at all? It was like Probably. he had done some kind of. OK, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think so. And Seagal, I mean, I assume, well, he was a seventh degree black belt, black belt in Aikido. But that, so. just, that couldn't just mean you took a lot of classes. Right. Though, you know, right. like yeah. and you passed um, them. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Steven Seagal shows how to fight off multiple opponents. Look at him. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Oh, watch it. The now. facial hair he's he working he with like nowadays is, yeah. Wait, he does. Okay, he looks yeah. very puffy nowadays. So and he's he is just demonstrating. Doing his signature move. Yeah. Yep. That guy did an awesome flip. Yeah. yeah everyone's doing oh, awesome oh, flips. Oh, God. Oh, man. He's like a tired old man. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, okay. This doesn't look that different from what we just watched That's in this movie. No, it doesn't. Like, he's always been a tired old man. Yeah. Um... Adam Kaler says, I thought that his character came off as boring and unlikable. His one-liners didn't quite hit, and he seemed to just wander through his own movie. He tried to look like a badass with him putting his weapons down and having a fair fight, but he could beat up thugs at any time, and that means he let the convenience store clerk die for no reason at all. Yeah, exactly. He (laughs) really did. Maybe Steven Seagal just doesn't have the chops to carry a movie in this vein, such as Jackie Chan, JCVD, or Pauly Shore. Sure. Sure. That's a wicked burn right there. Michael Whitaker <laughs> says, personally, I'm more of a George Seagal fan now. Anyone, I Although now I can't help but wonder what Steven Seagal's what, Who's Afraid of I Virginia would, Wolf would have been like. I was going to say, I'd love them to swap movies. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> swap them. That would have been wonderful. Him and Look Who's Talking. Right. Beautiful. Let's see Steven Seagal and the Goldbergs for 10 yeah, seasons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Just swap them. That'd be great. <laughs> 
That would be funny. That would be really funny. Yeah. No, that guy's got charisma. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Tons. Yeah. Well, Michael also says, you know, it was easy to kill Steven Seagal's career. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Eva says. exit wounds on that career. Oh. Appaliva says uh, the lamest line in the movie is after Seagal fights hoodlums destroying Kelly LeBrock's house. They get away in a car and she says, I, I forgot to lock the door. The yeah, we all cringed. Oof, we all audibly cringed. Yeah. Oh. And then I think we saw the horse at least manage to yeah. escape the, the property yeah. and symbol yeah. symbolism. I guess. So white I don't horse know. Purity I don't know. Ask Rob Zombie yeah. about that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, last week, I Rob Zombie's going to be like, it's the same horse. Last week, we watched a movie called Blair Witch 2, oh, Book yeah. of Shadows. Blair Witch 2. Yes, thank you. I'm sorry, yeah. let me correct myself. A movie in which there is no Book of Shadows. Uh, Stuart D says, I hated this movie when it first came out. Oddly, it's become a guilty pleasure of mine. I'm starting to think that. that my mental meds are manipula- manipulating me. <laughs> no, Ooh. I can see that. It's, I, yeah. Once you know what to expect from the movie, it's a lot easier to take. You I know? Think so. Sure. And especially like we all like going into it last week, we had such expectations about how bad it was going to mm-hmm. be when we saw it. We're like, oh, it's not that bad. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not, that it's not that bad. It's weird, but it's, it's not it's, bad. Right. Yeah. It's on par with every other movie that came out, uh, most horror movies yeah. that came out mm-hmm. during that time. It was a low bar. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's indeed. true. The boy with the Jason tattoo writes in and says, Blair Witch 2 is a silly sequel, which I love. Yeah. But did you know that Cartoon Network did a Scooby-Doo parody of the Blair Witch Project when the VHS came out? That's, I vaguely remember funny. this. That's wonderful. We'll I have not up. seen it, though. <laughs> All right. He's I late. forgot it was Scooby-Doo, oh, but I remember... Yeah. Interesting. Uh, Jonathan Hibbard says, I remember when Jeffrey Donovan was the evil pretender in The Pretender. Mm. I have not seen that. Oh, I've only seen. Mm. Was he the evil pretender? He was the. Well, at least. I've only seen evil. two seasons of The Pretender. Mm. I think there are only three. Oh, you haven't got to the Jeffrey Donovan no, as the evil I never pretender? Got to pretender? The, I thought I saw. I, honestly, I, I thought I'd seen all of that show, unfortunately. I have no context to yeah, this at all. It's nope. not good. He's like a Navy C- NCI. I don't know. He was. He's yeah, a no. He he's a pretender, pretender. and he yeah. can pretend to do anything. Can you say that like I'm supposed to know what that means? Okay. Yeah, like, I don't. He just for like, five he'd years. like one episode. You know, he's a pretender. One episode. You know. He's a doctor because he's like, got to find me a. If you can. Basically, yes. It's basically okay. that. Okay. Yes, that's got exactly it, it Holly. Got or it. the next one, he's a Navy guy, or he's a pilot, and he right, just knows like, how to do all this stuff. And this is like a shape or no? Like, okay, is there a supernatural element? No, not at all. So it's literally just like catch me a chameleon. Well, no, he was trained from a child to be able to do this to mimic he was people. taken away from his parents and then he became a name but you just can't mimic being a doctor on. yeah he does he's got a team how that's a, how what is the mechanics of this world though? he uh, i don't uh, he learns he it real just, quick like you just le- learn real quick to be a doctor yeah he's trained to do that i'm not i'm not agree- <laughs> Michaela, i'm sense. not agreeing with the show i agree with you i'm with you i understand your questions i just i'm just saying what the show said Okay, I think, right. I, I think I understand why it wasn't a very long film. <laughs> no, yeah. the show ran, ran on like ABC. Yeah. yeah, I thought you said it, it had really... like oh, it had like I think it had like three up. seasons and it had like two two or three TV movies that they came oh, back. It was a hit. It was show. a thing. Yeah. Okay. Tender. Oh yeah. yeah. I was right. probably watching early edition at this time. Yeah, so uh, that was my weird supernatural like everyday slice of life show I watched. <laughs> 
Uh, Kurt Stallings. See, that uh, one at least in mechanic I could understand. The guy gets the newspaper right. every day and it tells him what's going to happen it's tomorrow. It's a day early. Boom, There's an orange concept. cat. We yeah, understand exactly. this. It's very high concept. This is yeah. what I need. Not I just a, like, he's a pretender, you know. I can get really on board with that yeah. one. You know? Yeah. I can get on board with that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be surprised how many times on the show they're like, he's a pretender. That's I, what he does. Is that, how they, is that how they end the show? Like, like it's just a freeze frame? Like, he's a pretender. Yeah. And that's it. Oh, pretender. NBC, it's an NBC show. I'm pretty uh, yeah, sure. Yeah. For some reason, that feels like an NBC. Th- the, the, from the studio that brought you Night Rider, <laughs> the brings pretender. you the pretender. Okay, uh, Kurt Stallings. Sorry. I feel like it's more like from the studio that brought you like Modern Family yeah. in the Office. God, yeah, it ran from '96 to 2001. Holy shit! Yeah, yeah, yeah it was a deal. Uh, right. Kurt Stallings <laughs> says, "You freaks are required listening for someone <laughs> recovering but still functionally immobile from a long catastrophic illness." And who oh, depends wow. on podcasts for community? Saturday Night Freak Show is one of the two or three that are do not miss week in and week out for me. So thank you. I highly recommend background research on uh, Book of Shadows, Blair Witch Two. Unfortunately, we didn't this get this until yeah. after better. we had done the show. But he said uh, that includes the twenty-minute documentary by Good Bad Flicks. Delving deep into the production, even for Hollywood, the stupidity of the producers was astonishing. But what it is, is especially tragic is that once good, bad flicks had pieced together what the film was supposed to be, the reality sets in. We got this for forgettable trash when we could have had a film that was meta, transformative, and forced critical opinion to acknowledge the relevance and artistry of horror. I, well, now Ooh. I gotta watch this little side thing. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you for writing in. Thank you for uh, writing in. Appreciate that. Really? Yeah. There's a lot. There's a lot there. I think that's why I recommend it because I'm like, it's it's theoretically it's fascinating and how it fits into the whole universe. So you're recommending people research the movie, not necessarily not just watch the movie. The movie. Oh no, I, no, I think see, I, I think I said that. I'm I, like scientifically, this movie I think is very interesting and good. But, right, maybe, but, but like, I mean, this comes down to like, what are we recommending? We talk about this all the time. But like, are you recommending people just watch it like they watch a movie? Or are you recommending they write a thesis at it? You know what I'm saying? Go thesis. I would rather. That's not what the show is about. That's not what the question it, is. It, you know. I, that's that's how I, I don't care. That's who, my answer to who it. Who was it's this listener? Uh, that was Kurt Stallings. Mr. Stallings, welcome to the Freak Show family. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for writing in. Mm-hmm. Appreciate it. The week before that, we watched a movie called The Strange Vice of Mrs. Ward, and mm. Peter Gatt wrote in and said, here's some trivia. So the lead actress is Edvige Fennec, and he says, Fennec is a Maltese surname that translates into English to mean rabbit, which I guess is true, because she looks huh. like rabbits. <laughs> Okay. That movie. Okay. There it is. Uh, <laughs> thank you all for writing in. What a we note to end on. <laughs> really appreciate it. And now we're going to go around the table and tell you whether you should watch Hard to Kill, starring Steven Seagal, starting with Colin. You can go first tonight. What did you think of Hard to Kill, starring Steven Seagal? I was surprised, Sean. I didn't really uh, put this movie very high on my uh, radar. Like I'd seen it, you know, years ago <clears throat> and didn't really. Uh, think that much of Steven Seagal, but like watching it tonight, like years removed, you know, just as a movie, like that you throw in, I'm like, this is actually not a bad, like 80s, you know, yeah, uh, action movie. Um, it didn't have the stunt work, I guess, that I like from other stuff. Uh, but I thought like it did actually, um, I guess, yeah, it's the it's a revenge movie, yeah, you know, um, I think. I'm going to say that like the, the pinnacle of the eighties cop action movie is like the lethal weapon series, mm. because I think 
why they work is because they took the cop on a mission and gave him a buddy. Yeah. You know, and that, so then there's all this byplay and interaction that like totally, you know, turned that genre uh, upside down or gave it like this kind of life. And then everybody yeah. tried to, you know, and obviously that's off. It doesn't of, always uh, have to be a lone wolf. Sometimes you need a buddy. Yeah. And they're taken from Butch Cassidy and Sundance right. Kid or something like that. But so you like, prefer the bromance to the romance. That's a good question. Well, it's always like the, the the heartbroken, you know, at some point he had the wife and she, you know, right. died. Right. You know, but it, yeah. So he's seeking and even he's, got, he's got his partner, his good buddy, and this he's got, you know, his romantic sidekick, Kelly LeBrock. So That's you, true. You prefer the bromance over the romance. There was more bromance in within the Lethal Weapon movies. There's more feeling in Lethal Weapon. That's I mean, true. Yeah. But there's yeah. a lot more comedy, you know. And a lot the, more charisma. Yeah. That I think kind of carried that. And Mel Gibson can throw a kick. And the... Well, that's also true. I forgot about that. Yeah. But the and the actions kind of ratcheted up. But I think like on the lower tier here, <laughs> right, uh, of 80s action movies. This is Colin like, going, manage your expectations. Yeah, I, I, I didn't know why we were doing so much work comparing to Lethal Weapon. Like, it's not on the same level. Yeah. Why are we even right. so we're saying, that's yeah. the we're establishing yeah. where yeah. That you that's could the be pinnacle. and where we are. Right, and so then you got to come down to down here where on the we are. bottom shelf. Yeah. We've got <laughs> this was a pretty decent, like, fun experience tonight. You know, I actually watch it. It's just goofy. Like, he's an uh, odd character type. He's. It was interesting to watch. Like I said, I don't want to go watch a bunch of his movies. No. But this wasn't as bad as I guess I thought it was going to... Like, I thought it was going to be a harder watch. And it wasn't. Wow. So I was like... But up, but up. Yeah. I think if you're into 80s action movies, it's got that, uh, you know, the, uh, the the 80s action guitar uh, sound. Oh, it's got soundtrack. saxophones in it, too? To, yep. to prove that there is romance and sexiness. Yeah. Uh, full on, I'll say hard saxophones in this movie. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I would Ka- actually recommend that you watch Hard to Kill. So Colin's recommendation, Hard to Kill is not hard to watch. Not hard to watch, exactly. <laughs> Thank you, Holly. Michaela, so what did you think of Hard to Kill? I am not very well versed in Seagal at all. I think I've never watched an entire movie of his until today. Uh, I think I've, I've seen like pieces on TV here and there, especially like AMC. I feel like would do marathons all weekend of his movies, and it would be a lot of Under Siege and Under Siege 2 back to back. It felt like uh, real dad for noon movies, but... Uh, <laughs> I, you know, I think movies Seagal's, for guys who like movies. Yeah, I, just, yeah. I think I've, I've aged into that. I'm, yeah. I'm that guy now. That's why it's appealing. Yeah, to me. Uh, right. Yeah, this is why I went and saw Air in the theater because I'm just like ah, that's Spike the age TV network air, air age, huh? But I, I, I think Seagal's charm is that he doesn't have any charm, right? Like he's kind of a charisma black hole. He just sucks it all out of the room with his mumbly dialogue, and I just. Like, this man does not have the makings of an action star in any way, and I don't understand how he, he got to this place. And yet, he is so deluded and so egotistical and thinks he is... He thinks he is these characters in his movies, and that's kind of amazing to watch from a distance. Um, Just how ego can take over a person and become, like, a brand bigger than just an individual person. I think he's an interesting, like psychology case you know um i i would love to have him observed you know because like how do you go through life saying so many provable lies and just 
still continue to have credibility in a career. We have and other examples of that to point to. Yeah. Uh-huh. Michaela's like, I had no idea I should have done a research paper yeah. on Steven Seagal. <laughs> but see, Sean, it's easy to invest in Seagal because his lies are only really harmful to himself and not anyone else. Like you're saying, there's other examples that, yeah, I don't want to watch a political example of that because that actually True. has effects on people. Whereas he's not hurting anybody by Whereas being like, I'm get, yeah, delusional. He, all right. Yeah. 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 So he, he does can have, lie, I guess. Although he does have a lot of sexual allegations. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Wasn't yeah. part of that, like, Pellegrano, like, wasn't him and John McTiernan or like oh. were the two names? Wasn't I don't know what okay. this is. Oh, it's like a wiretap case. Like, oh, wow. people and see, that sounds like one of his movies. And, it does, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. what I'm saying. He thinks he are, is these people, yeah. and that's kind of amazing to watch. <laughs> um, so I think I, that's it. I think he thinks he is these people. Yeah, oh, yeah. I've always been under the impression that he is like extremely delusional. Yeah, um. It, I mean, it's it was entertaining to watch. I had a good time watching it. Uh, if you love '80s action movies like this, you know exactly what you're in for. Um, I cannot believe how much of "It's Always Sunny" is influenced by Seagal movies. Oh God, yes! Like, there's an episode that episode of the gas station robbery is this movie basically? Yes, Dennis's story where he gets shot in the back and then he has to be rehabbed by his nurse and he falls in love 100%. with her. I was like, oh my God, that they just took yeah. a hard to kill me at Dennis's story in that yeah. episode. The little henchman in the uh, in the train station yeah. that was Charlie Day. Yeah, exactly. That was a hundred percent Charlie. Yeah, they. Yeah. They totally love Seagal movies. That would have been a good Charlie. Yeah, I guess yeah. Charlie Day yeah. being that guy. Hundred <laughs> percent. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, I think you got to see it. I mean, everyone knows kind of what what to expect with a Seagal mm-hmm. movie. So I don't think you can really mislead people by recommending a movie to them. So I would recommend it. Sean, what do you think? Um, this is, I think, one of the earliest Steven Seagal movies I ever saw, and I think I'm with Michaela on this. I don't know a whole lot of his work. I mean, I know kind of like the big ones. I know this one, Under Siege, Under Siege Two. And probably a few other ones that he's in. So I know of Steven, uh, of Steven Seagal, and I watched him a lot when I was a kid, especially Under Siege 2. That was on all the time. Um, hard to kill. Um, this is kind of, this is, I think, my Steven Seagal movie. Like, this is the first one I saw. Um, I misremembered it, though, because I always thought he shot a dude's leg off with a shotgun. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. What movie that's, is that? That's it's in, not, um, what movie is that? Because I need to watch. Because I thought fuck, it was this which movie. Which one is, is that? that? That might be Out for Justice. It might be. Because that's the one. Okay, then I've seen that one too. But yeah, yeah but this one is, um, it's still, uh, uh, It's. I think it's still a fun movie to watch. It is. I mean, it's an 80s action movie with Steven Seagal. Um, I think you'll, I think you'll laugh at it. I think you'll, <laughs> uh, I, you won't be inspired by it, but um but, you know, it's good 80s action, I think. It's one of his better films. Um, take that for however, however you feel about Steven Seagal. Mm-hmm. But um, I still think it's good. I think uh, I, I'll, I'll always recommend Hard to Kill. It's one of my favorite <laughs> Steven Seagal movies. I can't not. I grew up with it. Um, I still think it's uh, a fun movie where the cop's mm-hmm. family gets murdered and he's got to get revenge. Um, but, yeah, there's some good stuff here. And uh, I, think you can, uh, I think you can get some good stuff out of it. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I recommend Hard to Kill. Holly. You brought it. I did. I brought it. Um, I grew up with Steven Seagal movies. I watched a lot of them. I don't know that I've watched all of <laughs> that them. Explains a lot, right? Yeah, I've watched a lot of them. Um, and there's there was several on my list that I thought about bringing tonight. I was like, it's time we bring a Seagal movie. And I'm I debated between this one. I debate. I didn't want to bring Under Siege because that's too obvious. Um, I also considered uh the glimmer man oh, oh the glimmer yeah. man so yes. i'm thinking between that. glimmer man and wayne's Damon wayne's in that movie no it's um um the other one um marlon sure no. uh keenan ivory keenan ivory oh, yes. oh, yes. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. the, the the real one 
Yeah. <laughs> oh, the real wave. The one who starred in, wrote, and directed some movies out there. Yeah, yeah. So um, I think between Glimmer Man and Under Siege 2 and um, on, on Deadly Ground, I think you'll probably see Steven Seagal again on the Freak Show at oh, some point. Man, I think we've opened that. The, I think we've opened a can of worms, and I think we're going to bring him back. Um, as a person, I think he's scum. <laughs> I think he's awful. Uh, I do not like that man. But... The movies are so fun because they're so ridiculous. He has zero charisma when it comes to like action stars, like JCVD. All of they have more panache, like they're just more fun to watch. Um, but there's Michaela, you're right. There's something about the fact that he has zero charisma is why it's fun to watch him. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, he's he's a pinnacle of 90s action movies. I mean, he's a staple. So, yeah, I think there's going to be plenty more. To come, um, but yeah, tonight we just kind of started with Hard to Kill, and I think I'm going to recommend it because oh my god, he's hard to kill. That's a f- and I a four, I feel yeah. like I have to because of the rule, because of the implication. <laughs> <laughs> so all right, your Steven Seagal movies, your Chuck Norris movies, your Jean Claude Van Damme movies. Have I constantly your Jackie Chan the- movies? <sighs> I'm talking like regards to I think what we've brought here. Oh. Mm. I don't think you have a guy. Are you a dude talk guy? No. Well, I'm also a Dolph Lundgren girl. Yeah. So. Yeah. I'm both. Okay. Yeah. Well, you got uh, Charles Bronson. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe. I'll be a Charles Bronson guy. Yes. That's fine. Yeah, you're a Bronson man. <laughs> for yeah. sure. But I feel like we've tapped all the good ones. No. Right? No, there's some no? other ones that are like... Uh, what More the Death hell? Wish movies? No, like Kinjite, Forbidden uh, Subjects. Yeah. So oh, check that one out for like, okay. okay. Yeah. All right. So that means that we're all yeah, recommending a, a Steven Seagal movie. Yeah. And that means that you have to watch. I'm surprised that you didn't met the, uh, Mark for Death uh, with uh, Daniel Harris and Keith David are in that movie. Mm-hmm. And he goes to Jamaica. Man, I'm bet I'll watch a lot of these old Steven Seagal movies. I'm just saying, there's more to come. I'm, I was, just, yeah, I'm like, I'm like, bring Glimmer Man because that just you said that and that just popped back into my head. I'm just like, I haven't thought about Glimmer Man in fucking Fuck forever. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, uh, now you're contractually obligated to watch uh, Hard to Kill uh, next week. Keep it hard, <laughs> freakers. <laughs> uh, well, next week we're watching a movie that's chosen by Michaela. What are we gonna watch? Next week, are we, we going to be hard? Are we going to settle a bet next week? Oh no! Uh, no. Okay. I don't. I don't think so. Uh, I mean, I don't think so. Uh, so point? summer slaycation continues on. Uh, with, oh yeah, destination horror. Yes, destination yeah. horror with Fantasy Island from 2020. Oh, <laughs> was it 2020? So, yes. Uh, yes. I haven't right. seen that. Uh, Blum, don't Blum look House up anything about it. Fantasy okay. Island. Uh, all right. I remember how this came out. Yes. Interesting. All right. It's got some people in it. It's it does it, have people. It's people it. they keep trying to make happen, but will never take off. We'll get into it. <laughs> All right. Well, that's going to be next week. Blumhouse's Fantasy, Fantasy Island. Island. Yes. Uh, on Saturday Night Freak Show. We hope you'll join us. And until then, the basement is going dark.